Hey everybody, welcome to Morphin Grid, I'm Jake. And I'm Josh. And today we're watching episode 645 of Power Rangers, Power Rangers, Jungle Fury, I don't know why I almost said Lightspeed Rescue, that's not even <laughs> close, Jungle Fury episode 9, Good Karma, Bad Karma. It aired April 21st, 2008, written by Johnny T, John Telegan, and directed by <laughs> Vanessa Alexander. Old Johnny T. That guy again. <laughs> <laughs> The was there was there an all that sketch called like good idea bad idea? Uh, that was on Tiny Toons, I believe. Is that Tiny Toons? I felt I've, like it was a live action. Maybe the Amanda Show had something like it. If it wasn't Tiny Toons, it was Animaniacs. But it was definitely like a little skeleton guy. Yes, yeah, yeah. It was Animaniacs. I think you're, I think you're right. I think it was Animaniacs. It would be like good idea. Wash your dishes. Bad idea. Stand in front of a moving train. Right. It was always really <laughs> disproportionate. It was like, yeah, uh, good idea. No, I think it was Tiny Toons because the head of the skeleton was the skull on Elvira's Elmira. Elmira. Elmira's bow. Because oh, she would take it off okay. and like hold it up to the screen, and then it would. That was Mister Skullhead. I think maybe that was the same guy. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, uh, good. <laughs> Good karma, bad karma, good karma, be nice to a dog, bad karma, push a kid into a lightning bolt. Because <laughs> it doesn't affect you directly, it's someone else, because right. you gotta do something to someone else. Yeah. <laughs> if you're new here. <laughs> a lightning bolt? <laughs> I don't know, I was trying to think, of, I, was, I didn't want to say a train, because you said a train a second ago. I, right. And well, I can't so, think of any other bad ideas. Yeah. <laughs> We're we're two good oh, idea good, boys over here. <laughs> uh, good idea. Call your mother. Bad idea. Spend forty four billion dollars on a social media platform <laughs> and then nosedive it into the dirt and then put it directly into the nearest turtlet <laughs> as fast as you can. Make it a different. Make hey, change the name of it from Twitter to a letter, something you can't copyright, and then make the uh, logo the Unicode symbol of X, a thing you also can't copyright. Nope. What a freaking ding dong. <laughs> hey, Jake and Josh. No, that's later. That's later. If you're new here, what we do is we pause the recording, we watch some Fires, we come back, we talk about it. You can follow along. If you have YouTube or the DVDs, run disc two. And the first episode is going up today, uh, live in the main feed. So that's how far ahead we are. <laughs> it's old disc, <laughs> which is nice, but also it gives me a tiny, like just a little skosh of anxiety. That something's going to happen, and we're not going to be able to talk about it for eight episodes, which is about four weeks. <laughs> so, we'll see. Well, head over to Patreon and give us a dollar, and you can get the real-time discussions on the Discord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I think Discord's $5. I think it's nah. under $5. Well, that's, I don't only know, maybe... for, that's only for premium fans. It's, that's, the, that's the, yeah, you got to be, real ones get Discord. <laughs> I think, look, some... Some some people just do open discords, and that gives I cannot imagine the trust <laughs> you have to place in the general public. Yeah, to just be like anyone can come on here. It's it's worked out so far pretty well for Hello. Hello High Rule has, uh, has like maybe the chillest open Discord. The other ones that I'm in because I like uh, um, the Corner Podcast Network, which is Christina and Tanner and Lindsay. It's like they're they're all their shows. Theirs is open, but I think it's like a much smaller listener base so it's like much easier to filter right because it's like yeah it's like we know we know the people listening is you know but like if i if i was like hey this is a power ranger and pokemon 
uh, Discord, just come on in. I would uh, would shut it down immediately. I I don't want to talk to Pokemon fans. I'm sorry. Hardly ever. (laughs) I have have nothing to say to (laughs) y'all. I'm on one for Sonic Triple Trouble 16-bit, which is like a ROM hack that a guy made. Yeah. Um, it's a Game Gear game made in the style of like Sonic Three, and it's very good. Nice. Um, it's open. Um, and a guy on there had like an an hour long meltdown because one of the rules is not to cuss, and he didn't think that that was fair to him <laughs> because he wanted to say the s word. <laughs> Just don't. Like we wanted to so bad. <laughs> Because <laughs> so, I missed the beginning of it, but apparently he made a post and he said it and it got like deleted. Yeah. But then he <laughs> he posted again with like a picture of the word is the way that the, like the context made it seem like he didn't type it into the thing. So what? I guess it wouldn't get auto modded. But like he did post a picture <laughs> of the S word. Why? <laughs> and then that got deleted. And the guy who runs it was like, hey, don't post a picture of the word after your thing was deleted. <laughs> and they were like, why not? And it's like, because we don't want cussing here. Yeah. Because the minimum the minimum age in Discord's TOS is 13. And like, this is a Sonic game. Like, yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, it was a whole it was a whole thing and I cuz I was thinking about making a discord for my Pokemon ROM hack. Yeah. But then that happened and I was like I couldn't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's bananas. Anyway, this this is all to say that our discord is cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> cuz they got to pay There's to get a $5 into uh what is it head charge is that what they call it yeah it's a five dollar yeah. entry fee um and also there's no refund so if you get booted it's like well you know <laughs> that's, that's on you i've only had to boot one person and it was for a really good reason i think they actually left but then i was like i'm just gonna also make sure you can't come back in. <laughs> anyway do you want to go watch good karma bad karma yeah is there gonna be so it's called jungle karma pizza yeah is there going to be a rival pizza store across the street? And oh. one of them is the good karma pizza and one of them is the bad karma pizza. Well, I think the one that puts bananas on it is the bad karma pizza. I also think that they're, might be. Because they're doing that to me. <laughs> <laughs> they're telling me to eat that and that's not good karma. I just, I can't, I like, I don't know why, but every, every. It feels like a couple hours. I just remember Casey being like, there's bananas on it, so that's good. <laughs> like, trying to upsell banana pizza as if it is something that is not an affront to God. <laughs> yeah. Just don't put tomato sauces on bananas. They should just be separate. <laughs> there was Look, I don't think... I, I, I learned a very long time ago that talking about food is the easiest way to make people angry. Because nobody... <laughs> nothing you hold dear you will get defensive about quite so much as your food preferences right <laughs> and it's both ways it's if yeah. someone likes something that you don't like that is exactly the same you'll get the same amount of defensive if you don't like something that someone else does like there is no winning when talking about food i learned this the hard way trust me people <laughs> people they would like i i genuinely believe people would rather you call their their beloved grandmother a a a trash bag hoe, <laughs> which is in the Bible, then say that you don't like a food that they do like. I feel like the it is way disproportionate the amount of 
uh, of hatred that will yeah. boil out of them if you don't like something they like than if you are genuinely mean to someone they like. <laughs> right. Just be like, hey, your grandma, village bicycle. Also, pineapples on pizza. No, thank you. And they'll be like, I draw the line at pine- you not liking pineapples. <laughs> it's like, okay. All right. Um, so there's no winning. So, so Christina suggested that a Bobo is that they give us their uh, pizza toppings and we and we rate them. And I was like, okay, but you guys got to promise not to get mad <laughs> because I know how this goes. I've been here before. <laughs> people get people really didn't like that. I think that grits are nasty. They are gross. They, yeah, but but <laughs> if you like them, then that is a sacred text to you. Is grits. <laughs> That nasty sand imagine. that you put butter Just on. Eat your eat your stupid grits and leave us alone. <laughs> We're from the north, We're, okay? We just don't get we it. We just don't like it. <laughs> anyway, let's go watch the karma back our way. Unleash the beast. back and we just watched good karma bad karma there was not a second evil pizza store no um, but there is one normal uh, pizza store that does some i would say evil behaviors towards the end which we'll talk about when we get there hey jake and josh.com that's the website you can go there listen to old episodes up to dino thunder i still need to send you the pictures for that i keep meaning to and then i don't so i will try to do that today i did the album art I did, and I made the theme song because so. <laughs> the episodes came out. So I had to, the theme song this season. I was so psyched about how easy it was going to be. It was very tricky, actually, to figure out a good one. Because <laughs> like the the like the jungle drums that start off the theme song, yeah, are a lot longer than I thought they were. <laughs> and I didn't want our theme song to be thirty seconds long because it's eight seconds of boom a dum boom a dum boom a dum. Power Rangers, and then uh, trying to find a place to cut for Power Ranger before the drums for the II song kick in. It was a mess, but uh, we got it done. We made it work. <laughs> it's fine, and I'm gonna live with it. <laughs> Not as clean as a lot of the other ones, but it's it's all right. Anyway, old episodes up to Dino Thunder. Uh, you can email us at littleladies.morphingrate at gmail We're on Twitter. We're not on the other one. We're on Twitter. dot com. <laughs> at Morphin Grid. We're on Apple Podcasts and Google Play and Pod Life and Pod Bay and Pod Baby and Pod. Kite, pod kite, soar, soar, let it soar, pod kite, let it soar. <laughs> that's it. That's all you get. That's all you get today. <laughs> Why did Power Rangers do so many stories about kites? No one likes them. <laughs> no one's into kites anymore. No child is like, oh hell yeah, a kite. Never. This one no is. One. This kid's me, fake. He's not a you. real kid. This is what let an me... old man thinks. This is what John Telligan, an old man, thinks a kid would like, and that is a kite. It's 2008. The Wii is out. <laughs> oh, Josh loves a kite. <laughs> when he's like, my name is Josh, I was like, that's the closest we're getting. I paused it and got mad that this was my representation of Power Rangers. <laughs> Look, someday there might be a Power Ranger named Josh, and I hope you get a better one than I got, which is a Power Ranger named Jake, who, from what I remember, is fine, but is in a terrible season um, that I didn't care yeah. for. And also, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 
he sort of uh, just pesters Gia about like making out the whole time or something. <laughs> Not stoked about that, but we got we got plenty of time for that. Uh, we figure out all that, and who knows? Maybe whenever Power Rangers comes back in whatever form it comes back in, there'll be a Power Ranger named Josh, or they'll just start over, and we'll just have the same names we've had for thirty years now. Uh, who's to say? Yeah. Um, but anyway, he does love a kite, and that's fake. <laughs> if you have kids, if you're listening and you have kids and they like kites, I need you to tell me. And I need you. And I need to know how old they are, because this kid's probably about ten. <laughs> I yeah, uh, between ten and twelve, probably. My this is my little brother was this age in the, at this time. <laughs> Did not care for kites. I didn't even know what it was right away. I think it says it on the sign, but the sign wasn't like super easy to read on YouTube. This, it's yeah, we'll get to it, but it's definitely like bright orange with like yellow writing on it <laughs> anyway there's a reason go fly a kite is an insult yeah i want you to have a bad time playing and that's flying a kite and you can leave us a rating and review in any of those places <laughs> also we're on patreon patreon.com slash hey jake and josh for as little as a dollar money can support the show we really appreciate it um this is a monday episode so we're gonna do any extra stuff do you want to jump in now that we've already talked about the kite and kind of ruined the surprise. <laughs> now there's more surprises to come. Sure. Let's do it. All right. We start off downtown. Walk, kid, kids walking to be downtown. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought this kid was about to get bullied. He just, he's got the, he's got the look of a kid it in Power like, Rangers who's about to get bullied. He's walking down the street. Some other taller kids come out of a store and it's like, oh, they're going to wedgie this dude they're, and hang him off a gonna, lamppost. Like, yeah, they're going to turn, <laughs> they're going to put him upside down in a trash can. I just know it. But they don't. He walks up to a toy store, sees a kite. It's a bright red kite, which is for footage match purposes, which is <laughs> sure. Like, Sure, barely. What, he, what but is like, in the footage is not a kite. This couldn't be anything. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like they get the they get the footage that they gotta figure out the rest of the story in, and they just get desperate. And they're like, <laughs> "What if it's a what if it's a kite? To, what if it's a kite?" And they're like, uh, "Yeah, Look, okay." Maybe in the Sentai it was a kite, and he deboned it like he a fish. You take the bones. Out. It's a boneless kite, Josh. Jake, he ate the bones. He ate the bones. <laughs> Oh, and so he sees this kite, uh, and he's like, the, oh, the cool sign, kite. The sign says, one-of-a-kind kite. <laughs> it's just a red kite. It's just a red kite with, like, yellow tails. And it's, like, it's like new, and it's only $5. <laughs> it's $4.99. Oh, hot damn. <laughs> what is, is a steal for twice the price on a kite? <laughs> How much does a kite even cost? I feel like you can get them in the dollar section of Target. I think you can make them out of a coat hanger and T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and at least then you get to do a fun activity before you have to fly a kite, a terrible kite. Um, and then some other kids come out, and I was like, "Oh, he's." This is where I was like, "He's gonna get. He's about to get bullied." Like immediately, <laughs> the first time I saw this kid's face, I was like, "That's the kid that's getting bullied on Power Rangers." <laughs> but it great. doesn't happen. Um, they walk out. The two kids are like, "Let's go to JK Pizza," because they know that Jungle Karma Pizza is a bad name for a pizza store. <laughs> well, yeah, kids nickname everything. Yeah. But only, only like, dads call it Jungle Karma, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, don't call it that, Dad. It's It sucks to hear. One mom says JKP, and they're all like, God, we got to think of a new name for this uh, stupid pizza it. place now. We're just calling it the pizza store. <laughs> uh, and they're like, yeah, they got video games now, too. 
and they they leave. And this just made me nostalgic for going to a pizza place and playing video games. <laughs> playing Time Crisis. <laughs> Time Crisis. Uh, pizza Haven had uh, Soul Calibur 1. Nice. Um, which was fun until my little brother learned that one character could stunlock anybody with uh, with one move. <laughs> His name is Huang, and he could get you in a corner and just keep kicking you, and you can't move no matter who you are. Is that the is that the nunchuck guy? No, that's, that's Maxi. That's Maxi. Uh, Huang had the, like the scimitar, I think. Okay. All I know of Soul Calibur is from the GameCube one because it had Link in it. <laughs> Link was in the GameCube one. Do you remember who was in the... I do. The other version? Because I remember I, who was in the Xbox version. I cannot remember who was in the PlayStation version. The Xbox version was Yoda, right? It was Yoda. And I think... And this is weird now that I'm saying it out loud, and I could be wrong, but I think the PlayStation one was Darth Vader? No, that I feel like that was... Then it was Kratos. I think it was Kratos. Uh, yeah, I think it might have been Kratos, which is weird that... <laughs> Xbox, which was pretty new at the time, didn't have a single character that they were like. They couldn't do Master Chief. So, but Master Chief only does guns. Well, I'm sure he. He know he has that sword. Not not there's when Soul Calibur Two came out. I don't, think, I don't think Halo sword? Two was out yet. That's only in Halo Two. Look, I don't I don't play Halo. So I'm pretty know. sure it's only Halo, Halo. Look, I played I played a lot of Halo Two. I played a very minimal amount of Halo One. I played a lot of Halo Two and Three. So then, put a gun character in your sword game. Yeah, I but like then it's cheating because then Master Chief can just stand off to the side and shoot me with a shotgun while I'm killing trying to deflect it with my dumbass bow staff. Well, yeah, but he's got so he's got a lot of like recovery frames after he shoots a shotgun. Mm, I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's it, anti-zoners like there's ways to around. Maybe. I don't know. Look, I played I played as Voldo, a character that I never learned how to play. I just hit buttons until <laughs> stuff happened. <laughs> I've never learned how to play any character in any fighting. Game. Uh, outside of Super Smash Brothers, um, I have I just I don't I don't really like fighting games outside of Smash Brothers and Soul Calibur. Yeah. Uh, and the only reason I like Soul Calibur is because I can be Valdo, who's really weird. <laughs> um, anyway, so they go to the pizza store. Uh, we cut to the pizza store, and Theo's like, "Are we gonna run out of dough?" And then Lil's like, "I think you mean we're gonna run out of drinks." And then we go like inside, and there's just like a bunch of kids there. So many kids, no, all unchaperoned. All of these kids have five dollars, <laughs> unsupervised five dollars. These kids are tipping, so at least they were raised right. It seems like. <laughs> uh, but they, but uh, uh, RJ is like the new toy store revitalized the pizza industry. Yeah, he calls it the perfect storm, and then he says, "If I cared about money, uh huh, which, okay, which I think is a very important line." Yeah. He says, if I cared about money, I'm going to be out of the red in about five years. I think that's a, I don't know about business, but that feels I, like a long time to be operating at a negative, right? He just must have like the, the claw stash. Of he's got gold, gold somewhere. From, yeah. <laughs> he's got that old money. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that old, old money <laughs> where it was like a new picture of Benjamin Franklin on the dollar. <laughs> What did hey was old hey Josh yeah what did old money was it just the queen or the king or whoever back in uh, old times until we were like we gotta put our guys on these I don't know because I know like I can't tell you what money looked like before like the eighties I have no idea I saw a a I have a picture somewhere of someone some kid who was like fifteen or sixteen took a picture of a twenty dollar bill and was like. Someone just handed this to me at my at my job. I assume as like a uh, cashier at like 
Walmart or whatever. Yeah. And and it was like it was just like a regular twenty dollar bill from like before we changed them. Yeah. And he's like, Why did he think he could get away with look, it doesn't look anything like a twenty. Or I'm gonna got, if I take this, I'll get fired. It's got like the small portrait in the oval in the middle. Yeah. And, and then everyone's like, oh. just like a big head in the center of it. Yeah. I was like, oh, Oh, you you Buddy. poor guy. That's what old people money looked. That's what looked money was when we were kids <laughs> twenty years ago. That's what we used to buy candy bars for a quarter and get seventy five cents back. <laughs> and we put those three quarters in a. Now candy bars are like a dollar forty nine. Candy bar and I minimum feel like... wage is the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong. I worked this whole last week just so I couldn't pay my half of the rent. That sucks, man. That's where my whole paycheck goes. And all our Patreon money, that pays for my car. Mostly, not even all the way. <laughs> like, Most of my money, I just, all the money I get in, I just hold on to it for a little while. And then I give it to Discover for letting me go to college and then charging me out the nose. So that's uh, why the the only doing podcast experiment <laughs> is about to come to an end. <laughs> so I'm getting sick of that. <laughs> anyway, so we cut from there to Booger Red. Oh, sorry. Fran blows something up after he's like, in five years, I'll she, be in the She I'll comes out, out red. covered in like goopy dough. She's covered in flour and dough and stuff. And she's like, oops, my bad. And then he's like, maybe six years. <laughs> that's it for Fran this episode. <laughs> that's all. Hey, Fran, thanks for showing up and getting the bulk treatment. Uh, we'll see you next time, I hope. Uh, we cut to Booger Red, who uses the power of a, the lion to break a wall open. It's like an outside wall. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna use lion powers to attack this mountain or whatever. And he does a kick, and then he goes again. And I'll do it. I'll do it one more time too. <laughs> and he punches it. And I, there's part of me that wishes it didn't work. When he does his big like, because he does the whole like wind up and then does the kick, and it's just like a little crack goes up it, and he's like. <laughs> And one more time. And I was like, that's you trying to convince yourself that this was the plan the whole time, isn't it? Bring it, it? back now, y'all. Slide <laughs> to the left. <laughs> Three stomps this time. <laughs> burr, burr. Uh, so he he does finally break it open to reveal a like a petrified statue of a bird man. And this is Karasaur. And he's like, I will use the life talent to bring you back. And he does that. And he brings him back. And it's not like a like a knight. But it does look a little more prestigious than your regular does, monster of the week. He definitely looks leveled up from like a regular monster. Yeah, he does still have like the because all, all the all the monsters of the week have like the animal that they are. Like the head of that is their it's, chest. Is their chest? Yeah, I noticed that when Gecko was revived in the last episode, I was like, yeah. "Oh, hey, his head's a gecko." And then I started like looking at the other ones. <laughs> yeah, they're all like that. Like Buffalo Lord had the big buffalo on his yeah. chest. They all got the thing on the chest. The, the monster this week does too, but it's kind of just a blob because, like, that's well, it's hard you know. to make a head of like a noodle. <laughs> yeah, and uh, but he so he does still have that character. Does still have that, but he looks like a like a like a wizard, like a sage wizard version of yeah what the jungle fury monster he like looks if you, cool if you took the creeper from cheaper creepers and put him in a hawk outfit yeah what if he was a hawk instead of a instead of scarecrow a, a dead flesh demon man a dead flesh demon we talked about Jeepers Creepers like the other day, right? Yeah, because I, I feel watched, like very okay. I watched the new Hulu exclusive Jeepers Creepers reborn. Oh, you watched you watched the Hulu exclusive. <laughs> this this Jeepers Creepers is just on the green one. 
Yeah, it was a little. It was better than Jeepers Creepers three. I feel like I said all this already. Uh, yeah, but it still wasn't good. But I, I think, I think that was when you revealed to me that Jeepers Creepers is a demon and not what I thought was like a hillbilly or a scarecrow monster. <laughs> Basically, he wakes up every twenty three years and he eats to like whatever part of a person he eats, it like renews that part of his body. Right. He needs more body. And he needs to keep his dead body alive. Is there, if you like wait him out, is that how they win? Is they just like wait him out for a little while and then he goes back to bed? Yeah, because he wakes up. He's he's awake for 23 years. Every 23 years, he wakes up for 23 days and feeds. Okay. That's a long time to be worried about a monster. Yeah. Like 23 days seems like a long time to have to be like, oh, we got to make sure the Jeepers Creepers guy doesn't eat everybody. They want him to, they want him to be Freddy Krueger so badly. He's got no charm. So it's just that's, like. <laughs> that's the trick. Uh, monster, like like horror movies from the 80s, the 70s and 80s, and even like the 90s, like the monsters had like personality. Even Jason, who doesn't talk, or Michael yeah. Myers, who doesn't talk. Like, they have personality to him. But then there was this rash of, like, what if it's just, like, a creepy guy? And <laughs> he doesn't have any charisma whatsoever in any way. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. What if, what? yeah, what if we did that? And the answer is, you get Jeepers Creepers. You get a wrong turn mm-hmm. starring Eliza Dushku. Um, then we got a lot of zombie movies in the early aughts. Um, I haven't seen the wrong turns. Maybe I'll maybe that'll be the uh, Halloween movies this year. Yeah, I uh the I I like I shouldn't say I like. I like Eliza Dushku a lot, and that's why I watched that when all my friends were like, <laughs> We're gonna watch a new horror movie and I was like, Okay, I'll yeah, I like her. I'll watch that too. <laughs> um because I, I have a, the problem where all of my friends like horror movies and I'm not really into them. And it's been like this for my entire life, I feel like. Well, I'm sorry that I got into them within the last like five years. I know. It's, I thought I thought I was out. I thought I was finally out now that because like Jacob loves horror movies. Eli loves horror movies. I feel like other Josh likes horror movies more than he doesn't. But it's not like his go to. I like slasher movies. I don't know if I like horror. Movies. I don't like like the cerebral horror. We've movies. talked about you don't like the thinking the thinking horror. I like movies. monster movies and slashers and stuff. Yeah, um, but stuff like the Babadook. I, I just did not get Take into a it look, all. A Babadook <laughs> reading rainbow because it's like it's an allegory for grief, and I was like, I don't care. This is not <laughs> that interesting to me. <laughs> He's just got a weird hat on, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't like horror. I mean, I like like the Resident Evil movies, but that's because those are action movies that are scary, right? And I like fantasy movies that are scary and sci-fi movies that are scary. I just don't like I don't like a regulation horror movie because I'm like, I don't want to like, because with the horror like the expectation is like it's gonna be scary the whole time and like or not the whole time at least like most of the time. Yeah, and I don't want I don't have that in me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we just rewatched all the Final Destinations, and those are bad. They're, they're, all the Final Destinations are like, what if your fridge was about to kill you? <laughs> they're all really bad. You can't get away from it. <laughs> oh, man. A teacup fell into a bomb, and now you're dead. Like, it, it can't decide between movies, and sometimes within singular movies, it can't decide if death is an entity or a force. Mm-hmm. So sometimes death can clean up all the Drano. <laughs> to other, make it... ti- other times just a real lot of <laughs> bad sequence of events need to happen for a pane of glass to fall on a kid like, right <laughs> like, 
Because like, yeah, there's because there's some where it's like they get to where the person died and the stuff is gone that killed them. Yeah. And like, there's a why? couple of times in the series where death, like, I need to make this look like a suicide so the cops don't come looking for me. For me, death. Death. What are you afraid of, death? <laughs> I'm not even afraid of the cops. I'm a, I'm a white man, though, so that's, that, you know. That, yeah, that says a lot. <laughs> anyway, this is, the reason we're talking about horror movies and not Power Rangers is because Booker Red just fights um, uh, a Hawkman for, like, a long time. <laughs> like, a long time. Then he loses. Question mark. But in a good way? Question mark. Right, this is so weird. I don't know why they chose to do this to Daishi now. Why he is more Jared than not this, this, is this episode? This should happen in an episode where Daishi himself gets beaten by the Rangers. Yeah, but instead he just wants to go get a... <laughs> he needs a dad. <laughs> He wants a dad, and then he gets a dad, and he doesn't like what the dad has to say. But then dad forces him to be like yeah, the dad. Yeah, they, they do a ghost of Christmas past. <laughs> it's a commentary about Christmas past. But he, like, so he, like, detransforms, and he's, like, he, like, pledges his allegiance to Karasaur, and he's, like... Yeah, he kneels and, like, bows his head, and he's, like, he, you're, you're my master. You're worthy to be my master. And then he's, like, good, because you fought good, but you're worthy to be... My people, but also you've got too much human in you. I can feel it because you took over a guy named Jared, and that's <laughs> who kind of your body is. And I guess, I guess in this episode, Daishi is like a passenger in Jared rather than controlling it's so him. Weird. I don't think this episode knows that Daishi is separate. Has John Telligan written an episode this season, or is this his first one? Uh, let me look. I have it pulled up still. Because if this is his first I, one, I feel like he, he had. He just like jumped in and was like, "Yeah, right." Because he's because he possessed a guy, so that's him. All right. Yeah. Let's see. Good karma, bad karma. Uh, he wrote "Dance the Night Away." Okay. Well, he wrote "Sigh of the Tiger." So he should know it. that the Dai Shi is an evil ghost that was in a box for ten thousand years. Yeah, but but. <laughs> so I guess Karasor is like, we need to take the humanity out of. Jared, and so for for the purpose of this excursion into the past, I need Jared to be the dominant personality. Jared in the room with us right now. <laughs> so they they go to visit his past and erase his humanity. Is like what he's gonna say we're gonna do, right? And it's <laughs> it's just like three instances where he like it's dumb. <laughs> could have could have been a kind like a regular kid but instead was a good kid. Yeah, and then they were like god no undo and but, so we'll talk about that as it comes. We cut to Camille who summons the eel Rinchi. And the eel Rinchi comes up and he's to this, I don't like this dude. I don't like eel Rinchi <laughs> for several reasons. First of which is that when he comes up, he's just kind of waggling his arms he's back just and wiggling forth. wiggling his body and arms uh, cuz he's a he's eel. got that like he's got that like 2009 Kofi Kingston can't stand still energy. <laughs> just like kind of like bouncing. He's just like, I need my legs to be moving. I don't know. And then he's like, I'm late because my private jet was in the shop. And she's like, if you don't stop lying to me, I'm going to turn you into sushi. And uh, Eel is my favorite kind of sushi, if anyone's wondering. Um, so I've never had any sushi. You've never had sushi? No, it, I don't like I don't like cooked fish. Well, it's very different. So you, <laughs> maybe you'll like uncooked fish. But I know how uncooked fish smells, and I don't know if I want to eat that. I think it's. I feel like you know how lake and river fish smells. Yeah, because that's what I think of <laughs> when I think of fish smells. Sushi doesn't smell like that. It's got, it smells a little fishy, yes, but it doesn't smell like like that algae kind of fishy. <laughs> But eel also is basically 
uh, chicken. It just is. Uh, but like raw chicken. But no, it's like cooked chicken, <laughs> but if it was raw. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look, you're not going to find good sushi in Kentucky anyway. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole sushi place inside of Kroger. I don't know if I would trust Kroger sushi. I, I, just, I don't know, man. Maybe, look, I would try. I would try it, but I grew up in a trailer I will, park. I will so. say it. It is like staffed by like actual like Japanese people who like seem like they, so they know they how know to what actually, they're doing. Yeah. Like they know how to traditionally prepare sushi. Well, that's good. I just like I don't. It's just it's just fish. I don't like fish. Well, or you don't like fish. Hey, look, I'm not gonna try to convince you. We talked about how people hate it when you talk about food. <laughs> um. Anyway. This is all to say that if Camille would like to go on a sushi date with me, I would be fine with that. Um, so he's so. He's, well, I mean, look, if that's the <laughs> if that's the deal, it's the deal. You know, I'll get chicken wings or whatever. And he tries to be like flirty with her, and it it cuts to like just his face. I don't want to talk about and, this. <laughs> and they they use the the warp tool in Photoshop to make yeah, him do a big smile, a big smile. This is creepier than the Jeepers Creepers, man. It's the scariest thing that they've ever put on children's television. <laughs> it's, I would say it goes... <laughs> Zeke the Plumber. Zeke the Plumber. <laughs> the little Power Rangers from the that were in the the horrible outfits in that one Halloween episode in like season yeah, two. Yeah, those are terrifying. And then this smiling Rinchy this, is yeah. just <laughs> super scary. Um, and then she's like, uh, okay, anyway... <laughs> She's like, please don't make that. Don't face. do that to me. Uh, Daishi wants the city gone, so everyone. She wants. He wants everyone in the city. All the humans. All the humans gone. gone. Go slime them away. Use your slime. And he's like, I'm all slimy, and she's like, I am aware. <laughs> go, go on. Um. Then we cut to Karasor and Booger Jared. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on with this. Because he's like, here's your past. And he's like, I remember. And he's doing his, he's doing the Book of Red voice. He's not doing, like, Jared voice. They're standing there, and he's like, this was my grade school. Billy Pfefferman stole test answers, (laughs) and I did it because cheating is bad. And they all looked at him under the tree, but I didn't go look. And then Karasaur's like, yeah, loser. Yeah, you should have, you loser. You stupid nerd. (laughs) You loser-ass dork. You wouldn't have failed the test if you would have just cheated. So then somehow he gets control over little Jared? Are they? I feel like... I feel like they're just in his memories, but are they in the real past? And he is—it's—it's it's hard to tell. I think this is also just like a, I'm going to make you remember doing it this evil way to get rid of the memory of you being yeah. good. Okay, because because then he like controls uh little Jared to run over and take the test answers and then read them <laughs> so he knows <laughs> he knows the answers. To- <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> and then we then we he cut. reads them evilly. Evil. And he's like he's like Wah-ha. and then the kids are like those are our stolen testers. <laughs> he's like I don't care they're mine now. Now, now they're double stolen, <laughs> which makes them legal. <laughs> These are legal test answers again. Ah oh, man, I went back to doing good. Oh, beans. <laughs> Uh, then we cut back to uh, the present slash not the memories, and we're at the pizza store, and the kid from earlier runs in. Also, we forgot to mention, he looks at the kite sign, because we're so caught up on how stupid kites are. He looks at the kite sign, and it says four ninety nine, 
and he opens, he pulls, oh, he yeah. reaches into his pocket, and he pulls out a handful of lint and a paperclip and a bouncy ball and one quarter, which is way not enough. There is a marble. There was a marble and a bouncy ball. And I had to, I had to go back because I was like, did this little kid have a pill in his pocket? <laughs> and upon no. closer inspection, I am sh- pretty sure... It was a tic-tac. It was but one tic-tac. But an oblong, white, <laughs> like, pill-shaped item is just in his hand. That's weird. Also, <laughs> hey, kid, why you got one loose tic-tac in your pocket? Just, I, yeah. just house that bad boy. <laughs> don't, don't keep that around for later if you don't have the box. <laughs> <laughs> so he he comes into the um to to the pizza store and he runs up to a video game machine and I wish to God we would have got a good view of what the video game said yeah. the machine said there's just like the sign it's just like this is this is like if Ra- if you do Rambo from memory it's the sign of it's like it's jungle themed like the Karma pizza like the Karma pizza yeah <laughs> and he runs up and he puts his he just slams the quarter <laughs> into the machine and Casey sees him running up to it he's like no no don't no don't and he slams a quarter in and he's like. The, it's broken and then there was an out of order sign that fell off and he's like i guess it fell off the you know it's not working he's like this thing's eight it sniped my my quarter <laughs> quarter what about my quarter and like no it didn't snipe your quarter you ran in and put it in with the fury of a thousand suns <laughs> look at the man. screen to see if it's on yeah you chose the one game that doesn't work <laughs> and he's like sorry no refunds. What okay. is a jerk move from Casey? But can we also back up to when RJ said he didn't care about money? <laughs> yeah, hey, That yeah. dude does not have a house rule of no refunds on the arcade machine. Yeah. Also, <laughs> how out of order is it that it won't work and you can't hit the little coin return button? <laughs> it must just be unplugged. <laughs> But the coin return button is like it's analog. It's so analog. It's a mechanical yeah, thing. And then he, so he's like, he's like, no house rules, no refunds. And then he's like, oh, Casey goes back to like busting a table. And then he, the little kid looks, turns around, and sees five dollars on the table, grabs it and runs. Casey immediately notices this, and is like, hey, that's stealing. <laughs> Runs after him. He chases him across town. All the way. Well, not across town. Just like, I guess they do a loop because they, they say I, they end up at the toy store. And he says that the toy store is close like, enough by. It was like down the street. But they definitely went like through some rampways and staircases. <laughs> there were people moving boxes that Casey did a flip over. Very unnecessary. You could have done a hop. Uh, you didn't need to do a full dive roll. There's a woman pushing a baby carriage. I thought that baby was about to get upended. I thought we were gonna have really, a baby Jacob situation. It didn't amount to anything because they're going down like a like a sidewalk ramp that like curls around like a spiral kind of. Yeah, and the kid runs past the baby carriage. Casey jumps down a level like Batman. Yeah, to cut cut him off, and he turns around, sees the baby carriage, is like, okay, this is where Casey catches him, but he just runs past him. <laughs> baby carriage is fine. There's no hill here. He's gonna be fine. <laughs> he also runs through. Uh, the kid runs through like a whole bunch of balloons, like just like a clown had balloons. like forty yeah. balloons, and he runs through it. It's free balloon but, day on the park today. Yeah, but then he gets to the, he gets to like the toy store, and like Casey is just there all of a sudden. He just he he. He cut him off and he beat him there. And he's like, 
hey man, you can't steal from people. You That's can't bad. Steal my five dollars. That's my five dollars. And then he looks over and he's there at the toy store and he sees that the kite is five dollars. He's like, all right, let's let's start over. I'm Casey. And the kid's like, I'm Josh. Congratulations, you made <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Great. I'm for, a look, thief. for the longest time I just had baby Jacob rolling down a hill. <laughs> okay. This kid at least has some gumption. Yeah. <laughs> Great. He's gonna be a busboy just like I was in real life. <laughs> Uh, I have I've never worked food service is the only it's the only thing I have to my name is that I've never the only dream I've ever accomplished is not working in food service. <laughs> he he's he's like they he introduces himself and says, all right so what here's a relatable story about one time when I wanted to steal something but then didn't because I wanted a skateboard and I couldn't afford it and I thought about stealing it but then I mowed a bunch of lawns and then I bought the skateboard and uh, Josh is like. What if I just use this five dollars on the kite though? <laughs> like, that's a cool story, but I would rather have a yeah, kite. Yeah, Casey's like, so you know, you can. Sometimes the the right thing is not the easy thing. And the choice like, is yours. The and choice yours is yours. Take the take Casey's five dollar bill <laughs> uh, and do what you will with it. And then Casey like. It's like, I trust that you'll make the correct decision, and leaves him there with the money in front of the toy store. I guess the idea is that he's like. I've given you a lesson. You will come back to the pizza store and return the $5. But look, I would have done the same. If I had had the money to do a thing, I would have done the thing. I'm not returning that $5 if you don't tell me to. I know what's going on in this kid's head where he's just like, okay, if I'm going to do the work to get the $5 anyway, I'll just spend it now. Uh, Yeah. Because later he's like, I was going (laughs) to work it off or whatever. Yeah. But like, he wants the kite right now. So, you know, again, no, he doesn't. But for the sake of this episode, he has to. <laughs> no kid wants a kite, but this one does Um, for footage. Again, for really terrible footage match purposes. One of a kind. This kite just uh, this. You can't find this regular red <laughs> kite just anywhere, Josh. Um, so then we cut to later and the eel guy is downtown and he and, and oh, everything's slipping and sliding all around. The Rangers run in. They morph. We get the whole morph sequence because, look, we don't have a lot to do today, apparently. <laughs> and and they morph and they like jump in. There's cars like doing donuts. Just spinning and like sliding yeah. down the street. Like they're bumper cars at the <laughs> fair. And they like stop him. They're like, everything's so slippery. And then the eel guy's there and he's like, You're not going to stop me from slipping and sliding all over the place. And then the eel guy does the worm at them, which, if I were a Power Ranger, is when I would have run up and stomped his head in the ground. <laughs> Just take your nunchucks and beat him down. <laughs> Just bash him on the back of the head. Maybe that's a little more violent. Than Power Rangers would like to do, but he is just flopping on the ground. Like he, he's already <laughs> supine. He's not. He's not a threat. Do look. Sky Too High gave people a very unrealistic <laughs> expectation of what the worm could accomplish. Okay, this is 2008. This is definitely post Sky Too High. This is post, but it's pre him being like kind of a kind of a. Uh, I I don't want to say exactly what he did because I'm not 100% sure, but very recently he came out as either transphobic or homophobic or something. Not well, they great. All, they all seem to be doing that in droves. Hey, uh, they, I just, I did. Anyway, everything's all slippy. And then um, he does grab Casey at some point, uh, and they can't, they can't like land any of their attacks. They have their, their jungle weapons out, and they can't land any attacks because they keep slipping off. It and... just it hits him, and then they have to like slide it off. Yeah. 
And because he's so gacky. And <laughs> and <laughs> hey, Lily, if I have a, if I could just offer up a suggestion, poke at him, stab him. Yeah, yeah. Do a big. This is why and, you need bladed weapons. This is why you need bladed weapons. <laughs> and also, like, I feel like no matter how greased up I am, you whack me in the head with nunchucks. <laughs> it's not gonna slide off. It's not gonna protect me from the damage. That's gonna do the regular amount of blunt force trauma. Maybe a little less if right. if it's particularly goopy, it might cushion it, but it's not gonna slip away and leave me like <laughs> scot free. So th- then he's like, he grabs Casey at some point, and I thought he was gonna put him in an abdominals, abdominal. That's stretch. what it looks like. I was like, he's going for the octopus. He's going for the octopus, but then he just yeets him. He like gets him in like half of half of the octopus, and then like. Uses the tension to like, and yeah. he lets go, and it just yeets he, him across the, so the park. Like, he like pulls the abdominal stretch, but then spins around him and gives him the like overhead throwing German suplex. Yeah, um, just like the turbo release German suplex, <laughs> like Kurt Angle's putting you through a plate glass window. <laughs> we rewatched that, was... that. Like that's the last WWE pay per view we watched. Yeah, it's it's the, rough. That the, those were real glass. They were not they gimmicked. Were, yeah, they were covered in little glass scratches. Like they were just They're, bleeding from tiny little poke holes all over their bodies. Doesn't doesn't he like the first one just not break? The first one doesn't break, and Shane just like falls on his head. Kurt picks <sighs> him up, does it again, and it breaks, and they go behind it, and then. He tries to belly to belly him through another one to come back out, and that one doesn't break. And Shane lands on his face. Keep in mind, he just went through a real glass window, and his face is cut up, and he yeah. just landed on his head again. And then Kurt picks him up and slams him head first through it. <laughs> and we were trying to figure out. I was like, I have, like I don't remember the story on if they were the wrong ones or if they just. Forgot to gimmick any of them. I I don't know because I know that there was a Mick Foley had a story about he had to like specifically request gimmicked windows for a match. Yeah. And he's like, it's the first time I ever did like faked anything because he's, you know, he's Mick Foley. That dude just did those things. (laughs) Yeah. The tables are a little bit. Look. The tables are oh they're it's scored on the bottom so they break well maybe it's just you throw a three hundred pound man through a table it'll go down you know <laughs> but like he's like for the first time ever like I had to like fake it and so we had sugar glass instead of regular glass and like he had like specifically requested it and there was like a whole process and they had to like get it made and install it in the regular and I feel like someone was like oh we'll just do fake glass and then Kurt and Shane were like yeah and didn't follow <laughs> up. Yeah, and so it was just either real that or glass. they or they gimmicks the the pains that Shane McMahon did not go through. That that first of all that would suck, but that is a funny idea. <laughs> yeah, because it's a it's like genuine in the year of our Lord two thousand twenty three with what we know about uh, concussions and whatnot. Yeah, um, it's hard to watch that match. That, yeah, it was tough because after they come back out, Shane's laying on the ground. He just went through two real windows. And they keep having Kurt, the match. Kurt's completely cut up. Kurt tries to pin him there, and Mike Kyoto, that Does SOB, it? is like, it's not Falls Count anywhere. It's a street fight. <laughs> and Kurt gets up, and you can see the real rage on his face where he's like, come on, man. <laughs> Just count to three. Just count it. So then they have to go back to the ring. Glass shards are falling off of them. Glass is everywhere. <laughs> They're bleeding everywhere. And Kurt oh. still does an angle slam off the top rope. <laughs> you don't need to do the super angle slam, <laughs> Kurt. He's already dead. 
Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> so anyway, Casey gets yeeted and they're like, we can't do anything. We got to figure something out. And I feel like they're about to like clock Hannah maybe. They don't really do they they don't get a chance to because then Eel Eel whose name is just Eel as far as we know. Yeah. Cuz like half the time they got fun names. Half the time it's just whatever animal you are. <laughs> and Eel does uh a truly figure it out sized slime blast. <laughs> it's like a tidal wave of it slime. Is a, it is a slime nami that just <laughs> it takes them away, just whoosh, gone. And they're and, still standing and, up. They're just like sliding on their feet yeah. down the street. <laughs> <laughs> and then we cut to the rec room where RJ is watching TV. It's two thousand and eight. He's watching G four TV, I guess. <laughs> And uh, in slip, still <laughs> sticky, it got through the Power Ranger suit onto their regular clothes. Leo, Leo and Thilly. <laughs> Sur- I don't know. Surprised it didn't happen earlier. <laughs> Theo and Lily. And they come in, and they slip and they fall on their butts and they're like, we're all we're all slimy. And Archie's like, oh, that's pretty bad. And he's like, they're like yeah, it sucks. It's gross. <laughs> and he's like, well, well, I guess we got to figure out how to not be slimy then. Yeah. He's like, where's Casey? And they're like, he had something important to take care of. He is not slimy. He's not slimy. <laughs> how? I, they didn't want him doing any, any like clown stuff while trying to give this kid a serious <laughs> lesson, I guess. He just unmorphed and I guess just like wiped his feet off in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> he just stepped in some sand to get some grit. <laughs> um, so then we cut to uh, Booger Red and, and Karasaur and they're on a farm. And the farm is the, I think, I think their name is the Fishermen's. Or the some, Fishers? It, was, it might just be the Fishers, but it's the definitely Fishers. something like that. They're on a farm and, and he's like, do you, do you remember this place? <laughs> and like, why would Dai she remember this place? He so does, we're talking though. to Jared. He's we like, gotta be like, talking yes, to Jared. This was the farm of the Fishers and the dad lost their job. And then I rallied the town to give them money. Then we did a Hallmark movie to them so they could pay their mortgage. <laughs> he says mortgage so weird. Their mortgage. He says it like an alien. He says it like, like a 10,000-year-old demon who never learned the word mortgage. And there's also a part where he's like, when my parents weren't around, which was like most of the time, I will come here and play and ride horses. And it's like, okay, Jared slash Booger Red, um, are you, hey, bud, do you just talk? Are you okay? And then he's like, yeah, we, we rallied the town. We did a Hallmark movie so they could pay their mortgage and then uh, they and then they were fine. And characters just like, but what if you didn't? <laughs> and he's just, like, but they I, just poof away in dust. He turns them into dust, like they got snapped away in Avengers. <laughs> but when he's like, what if, what if you didn't? Jared's like, but I did though. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Jared, I feel like you're not playing in the space of Carasaur. I feel like you're not understanding what he's trying to tell you. Um, so he undoes it, and they all ghost away. They they lost a the farm. They turned into dust. Yeah, <laughs> the farm died. gets overrun by like trees and leaves. Yeah, and stuff. He's like, no. So he feels remorse for bad things he yeah. didn't do. And this also, this would not be a bad thing he did. This is a good thing he did not do. Yeah, which is the opposite of last time. He's like, you have to cheat, or it's else. It's not evil. It's neutral. <laughs> it's at best, it is. It is canceled out. Yeah, not you know. Even if it's not neutral, it is like just a zero. It's you know. <laughs> Then we cut to Casey, who goes to the toy store, and the kite's not in the window. And he's like, 
Man, I hope someone else bought it. He doesn't even finish that sentence before. Here comes Josh in his cool new kite. So Josh was standing out front of the toy store for the rest of Casey's shift. Or at least long enough for them to fight Eel. I think it was just for the Eel fight. Yeah. So he's standing out there for like 15 minutes, just like, oh, man. Should I get it? Should I get it? He's doing the math. He's like, all right, if I mow... One yard for 50 cents, and the kite is $5. First of all, in 2008, <laughs> if you're mowing a yard for 50 cents, you're getting hosed I'm, my look, man. I'm just, I'm just using that they give him a quarter for per task or later. That sucks. <laughs> that We're talking about that. <laughs> and I didn't want to be that mean. <laughs> uh, $5 is one yard. That's, that's bare minimum one <laughs> regulars. I feel like in like... 1999 when i was banging on my neighbor's doors asking if they could pay me to mow their lawn i was getting at least five bucks for it did i tell you uh because we have i love lucy on a lot it's latasha's favorite show so it's, it's just her favorite like, show yeah she's like on in the background a lot and the way they talk about money i did some conversions <laughs> oh oh man there's an episode where there's a boxing match and fred and ricky bet on it and uh-huh. Ricky's like, I'm bet ten dollars, and Fred's like, What are you like scared? And so they raise it to twenty dollars. Okay, that is over two hundred dollars in today's Yikes. money. <laughs> There's an Yikes. episode where she does like grocery shopping for people in the building because she is an idiot and doesn't understand the way that like money and paying bills works. Uh, but <laughs> so like <laughs> Ethel gets like a loaf of bread, like. Two pounds of flour, some eggs, and her total's like three dollars and eighty cents. <laughs> there's this thing I saw that was like back in like uh like the sixties. Minimum wage was like thirty five cents an hour, but the cost of a hamburger at a at a restaurant was like a nickel. Yeah, right. So now one hour would get you seven hamburgers if you were the guy from Popeye who likes hamburgers. <laughs> And now minimum wage is about a half of a of a five guys burger or one baconator, but not the fries. <laughs> Just yeah. the burger itself. <laughs> and people don't get that that's bad. <laughs> that's not I just I don't understand. I don't understand how half the country is so stupid. I, I just well, don't, don't Josh, get it. I, I because it would pro- benefit you too. No, I know that Josh. Here's what happens: <laughs> is that it's not half the country. It is a select group of people pretending to represent half the country. But going, the po- what but- if we make them worse? <laughs> but think that it's their idea. Yeah, the reason I say half the country. Is because our elections are like 49 to 51 usually. They're yeah. so close. And the reason for that is because the Electoral College is absolutely bubkiss and uh, uh, ger- gerrymandering and, you know, all sorts <laughs> that, of other stuff. That is also very true. But, like, it, it is it is literally that, that Republicans have – they've put in the legwork. Say what you will about how terrible they are, and I have and I will again, <laughs> but they – know the long game and they understand that if you can get people to oppress themselves it's so much easier than doing it to them you know yeah so that's what they did for those freaking people are just lining up man (laughs) they i I just don't understand why poor people don't want more money 
It's because it's because then someone else might also get more money, and they've been conditioned to think that that's socialism, and then that's bad. <laughs> I got it. Which isn't an answer that should make you feel better, but it is the answer. Right. <laughs> I'm gonna, hang on, I'm going to Google guillotine schematics real quick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just got a whetstone to sharpen up a chisel, so I'll use that on a guillotine, too. I'm sure it works the same. Anyway... We he's like Josh bought it. And he's like I wanted that guy, and then we cut from there to um Jared or Booger Red and, and Karasor Daishi Daishi Karasor watching little Jared get beat up by like six kids, and he's and Karasor's like you have karate powers. Why couldn't you defeat them? This is like this is like the game Fable, <laughs> <laughs> right? Where it's like you are faced with a choice, and one is going to give you horns, and one is going to give you hair, and you right. have to choose which one. One one will give you angel wings, and the other will make your teeth fall out. Which is the good choice? Cheating on the test, in in the context of the video game fable, is an evil act. Sure. Not raising funds for a farmer family that you are tangentially like associated with. Right. Is a neutral task. <laughs> yeah. Is a like is inaction. Right. It is. I would say doing it isn't is such an extraordinary thing. Making that happen in you know, if you were to make that happen in real life, it's such an extraordinary accomplishment. <laughs> it's amazing that, Jared got corrupted at all. That not doing it, I would say, is like still pretty good, right? Like you yeah. can still even out to be like pretty okay because it's really hard to raise a lot of money for a farm mortgage i and would now, imagine and now they're trying to tell me using martial arts to defend yourself against like eight bullies is an evil is act evil. it's ontologically evil <laughs> apparently because karasaur's like hey what you should have done is beat the crap out of those kids and he's like no because we were taught to not use our kung fu powers and the way he says it is like he's already part of the 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 order <laughs> yeah. of the claw like he's already he's training like, they're taught not to use it against a lesser enemy and it's like dude i don't know if you can count that eight people is a greater right. enemy and also like like sure they're not trained in martial arts and karasaur made it a point to be like you know kung fu right yeah but like they had eight kids had him on the ground and were kicking him in the ribs like they were just kicking him in the spleen in the ribs and, and, and he's like defending yourself would be evil to do and like no, no it's not if you can beat up a bully do it also like for number one if that's that's the way you have to deal with bullies um is that you have to is, is look i'm not saying you have to beat the hell out of them but you need to show them that just like show them they can't do that invincible. to you yeah yeah um but also all of Power Rangers season one is about how, like, you should only use it for self-defense, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Weird. But then he's all, Karasaur's also like, well, but now you use it on lesser opponents when you fight, like, Rangers and stuff. And also, in the first episode, we saw Jared, like, try to kill his opponent when he was regular Jared using his lion power yeah. when he beat him. So, like, what happened between then I, and how, then? How did he go from, like, a mild-mannered, decent kid... To Jared. <laughs> to Jared. I then he then Karasaur just like makes it so that he beat up all the kids. <laughs> and then he's like, Rah! like little Jared's like, Rah! and then big Booger Red is also like Rah! and has like this like aura around him. And it's like, like did, this, did this power you up? Like being Yeah, it, it eliminated watching him beat up bullies 
eliminated the humanity that Jared had left. John Telligan always does this. Yeah, this stinks. (laughs) He always does this. (laughs) We cut back to Casey and and Josh, and they're walking down the street, and Josh just still has his big kite, and Casey's like, you sacrificed your integrity by getting that dumb kite. (laughs) He's like, but I'll pay you back. I was going to pay you back anyway. So now I just have the kite too. And I'll still, he's like, doesn't matter. You chose evil. <laughs> this is just like defending yourself from eight bullies. You're a bad kid, Josh. <laughs> you're a bad kid. And now you're going to go to hell with the horses. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and he's like, but I didn't, he's like, no, sorry. Integrity's gone. You're, you're just, you're, I can't trust you. You're a loser. And then the eel monster, <laughs> the eel monster shows up. And everyone starts like there's like a big crowd running and they look over and the eel monsters there. And then the the other two rangers show up and Josh is like, Oh, the power rangers, I love them. And Casey grabs him and runs him over. He's like, You gotta hide. And he's like, What why do I gotta hide? He's like, Cause you're a thief. And Power Rangers hate thieves. <laughs> if they see you, they're gonna come kick your butt. They're gonna they're gonna hate you and they're gonna have to kill you for <laughs> stealing five dollars. Cause they're, they're like, cause I guess they're the cops. Like <laughs> <laughs> wrong season. Wrong season. Um, and then he's like, <laughs> he's like, look, you're either a good guy or a bad guy. What do you want to do? And he gives, and then Josh gives him the kite back and he's like, I'm sorry. And thanks. I'm going to get out of here and I'm going to go be good or whatever. <laughs> he runs away. <laughs> and it, that's like, that's kind of a jerk thing to do, right, Casey? Is yeah. to like <laughs> scare straight him by telling him that the Power Rangers <laughs> will kill him if he's gonna be, they find out he stole $5. <laughs> <laughs> what is this episode trying to do? I don't know. John Telegan. I think what John Telegan is trying to say is that kites aren't worth it. And that is correct. That I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, then Casey, um, he runs home and he's like, Thanks, Casey. I'll be good for real. And he runs home uh, to get out away from the monster. And then Casey stands up and he puts his <laughs> dumbass sunglasses on. <laughs> and then he morphs, but he has the kite. And then when he comes out of the morph, He's in the morphed footage. It's a scarf. <laughs> it's just a scarf. It's a big. It's a big square scarf, but it's, it's yeah. not a kite. No. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> it is not this like airplane shaped kite that he just had, and like more like a stingray shape. But still, you know what I'm saying. But still, it's kite shaped. You know, <laughs> like but also like what happened in the writers' room where they were like, "All right, he has a scarf, and that we have to get to where he's got a scarf." And so, and John Telling was like, "What if it's a kite? What if a kid? What, what if a kid wants a kite real bad? <laughs> kid want kids love kites, so this kid wants a kite, but it's bad to want a kite. But kites, everyone, we all agree that kids still like kites, right? It's I'm an old man. It's and good I think to kids want like a kite, kites. but you gotta need to work for it. You gotta you earn can't, the you can't the steal kite. the you can steal the kite, but you can't steal the money for the kite. <laughs> no, that's bad. Um, you can steal the Yu Gi Oh cards, but you can't steal the money for the Yu Gi Oh cards." This is because I shoplifted a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I, look, I, I shoplifted a lot, but I do think I do not have any memories of stealing Pokemon cards. Uh, well, better kid than I was. But I definitely stole a lot of candy. It's just so much candy. Uh, yeah, I feel like <laughs> this is the problem is I feel like candy got too easy to steal. Um, uh, but and then and again, this is jokes. This is all jokes. Yeah, uh, I didn't really. This is, this is I this mean, is a, when I say character. that, I mean Josh the character. 
Josh is a little kid <laughs> character. When I say it, I mean a fictional version of me who was cool. <laughs> Stole Yu-Gi-Oh cards like a cool guy would. Uh, anyway, uh, so then the Morph is a scarf, and he uses the scarf. Also, the eel brought mooks this time, so there's a bunch of Rinchy, and uh, he's there. The Rangers are all together now, and they're like, "You take care of Slimy guy, and we'll take care of the Rinchy." Because you got a scarf, and I guess that'll help. And he uses this the scarf. This is also not an absorbent material. No, this it's is nylon. Like, 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 it's like <laughs> nylon. He uses it basically to like rub off the slime. Okay. There's a couple of times where he uses it to like spin eel really fast, and like that makes the slime shoot off of him, and that's kind of neat. And I understand the logic there. But yeah. there's a lot of times where he uses it to like dry him off like a towel, and this material just isn't going to do that. No, no, certainly not this one. Also, I have a question about eel biology. Do they just produce slime, or do they feel slimy because of the way their body is in I water? I think they feel slimy outside of water because they're wet. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not, like, constantly <laughs> secreting goop <laughs> off of Some of them are electric. I feel like it'd be dangerous for them to be constantly covered in slime. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that insulates them. Electric eels feel like they are made up, but that's, it's so that's, weird that they're uh, not. That's a check in the yes simulation column, I yeah. think. <laughs> is we left electricity on the eels from the last version of the game where <laughs> things had powers. Anyway, he there's a big long fight, and then they they finally get all the goop off of him, and he goes, and this is a quote, and I wrote this down. He says, Oh no, I lost my slippery style. There's a lot of alliteration stuff in this episode. There is earlier in in the rec room. RJ was like, "We gotta." It says a lot of s words, and I don't remember what they all were. And then and Theo's like, "Certainly, certainly." <laughs> and it's like, John Telligan, you're so weird. <laughs> Such a weird dude. Um, but anyway, so he lost his slippery style, and they shoot him with a cannon. <laughs> Um, but he just grows because you know how Power Rangers is. He grows, yeah. and then they're they like, "We swords. defeated him," and he says, "No, you didn't. <laughs> no, you didn't." And he uses the full power of the buffalo, and he grows, and then um, they get in their Megazord, and then the giant eel man. It's at sunset. It's very dramatic. Like the sun is like hanging low in the sky. It's like a it's like a shootout situation. And then I'm gonna be real with starts... you. I did not see this fight. <laughs> You did so you missed a giant eel man doing the worm at the power. I, look, that. here's the thing. I, I realized I stopped paying attention and so I rewound it to watch it again. I did catch him doing the worm at the end, but I did not see most of this fight because even on a rewatch I just I got distracted. I have like toys over here. There's, like figures. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know. And I looked back and he was doing a worm. Here's the thing. No flit in this fight. No flit, and the and it just immediately takes you out of the the Zord fight. They need to have a little guy do commentary over their fights, or else it's, yeah, I can't. Be or else bothered. I just check out like instantly as soon as like I didn't even see them put the Megazord together. I was like, oh, we're doing big stuff. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna play with Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I don't have Sonic over here. No, I have Adam Zio Adam. Oh, nice. Some Pokemon. Casey Jones pop figures. <laughs> nice. I, all, all of my toys are not directly on my desk for the reason that I would also just fuss around. Yeah, with they're them. not all here. There's a bunch behind me, too. But <laughs> uh, Yeah, that I, that I can Mine are either over there or behind me. I got a whole bunch of volleyball boys, including a new one that I got to take out of the box um, that I just haven't yet. Uh, and then I have... I also got a new ad. I got a... Um, 
the the Black Ranger Adam, and he comes with like a the this lightning collection one. He comes with like a gun that I've never seen before, and I definitely watched I, every episode. Of I Power think Rangers. I remember. I looked this up. It was from <laughs> so it's like one scene, and it was like a fire extinguisher that used on some monster for like one second. Sure, that makes sense that they put that in the toy. <laughs> like that, that's what Adam is to them. Anything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I also did kind of dip out. I did, I do remember him seeing do them doing the um uh the big the big worm at them, and yeah. I was like, oh come on. And uh, then I don't they know how just, that's they, gonna work because as soon as his head comes up and he's in range, you kick him in the chin. Just kick him right in the it, like when he's on the down <laughs> worm, right when his like the butts in the air. One good stomp. Just take yeah, care either of. stomp him when he's down or boot him when he's up. Yeah. <laughs> the worm is not like some impenetrable defense maneuver. It is not an offensive move. No. It's not offensive or defensive. It's just stupid. <laughs> um anyway, so they they pull out the elephant armor, they kill him. Bing bang boom. Uh we cut to the Cobra Kai. Camila's there. And I thought she was talking to Booger Red for a second, but she's not. She's talking to herself. She's, she's just trying talking. to give herself a pep talk. Yeah, she's just trying to be like, okay. Uh, she says I'm 0 for 2, and it's like, girl, you're 0 for 9. Well, I mean, maybe <laughs> this is like, because like like three ago, it was technically someone else's problem. But, you know, it wasn't the, I guess, but the five fingers. It was the five fingers that failed so on the, her. So the know? five fingers count as one? That count as one, but they definitely count as not her. Because getting them was her idea. Uh... <laughs> Wasn't it? Was it her idea, or did Booger Red say go get the five? Oh, maybe he did. I don't. I feel like that episode started with her just walking through the dungeon, being like, "Hey, come on out of your bedroom." <laughs> Honestly, maybe it did. Who's to say? I don't know. Um, either way, she's like, "You're Owen too," but that's fine. Like, look, it's Power Rangers. They're they're gonna they're gonna be. We can't beat them every time. That's so. It's gonna be. And then there's like this big explosion, and Booger Red's there, and and Karasaur's there, and she's and he's like, "You didn't defeat the Power Rangers." She's like, "Well, not for lack of trying. Like, I had an eel guy. I had an old friend who's an eel guy, and he messed up, and now he's dead for it." And then Karasaur is like, "She's insubordinate. You need to punish yeah. her. Are you gonna take this insubordination? What? <laughs> what? I don't like." I don't like the way we treat Camille in this in this podcast in this uh this this television show. I do, the way, I we, do it in the, the way we do it in the podcast is, is I am, good. I would say I, I am I am downright reverent. Um, but, <laughs> but it just like it sucks so bad. Like every single episode, it's always like you failed. You're the worst. Blah, blah, blah. And now he literally is like punish her, and I'm like pump, pump the brakes, man. I feel like this happens every time there's a human faced female general. It's gotta be. It, like, yeah. Because, like, Mara and Capri were the butt of every joke. Yeah, Trakina until she overthrew her dad. Yeah, uh, uh, Elsa from Dino Thunder was always yeah. getting yelled at by Mezagog. Mezagog was good about it, though, because he, like, had a plan beyond, like, you better do this for me. And he was the one who sent the monsters out, so, like, that one was maybe fine. That might be the exception that proves the rule. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like every other time, it's always just like, Gee, jeepers, this is gross to watch. <laughs> Chill out. And then they like blast her, but I guess she like gets she out of the behind way. A, she ducks behind a pillar. And then Karasaur immediately is like, forget about her. I thought she, see, I blinked and I thought she like went invisible and they're like, well, she's gone. No, it, like in the explosion, she like slides behind a pillar. And so okay. she's like hiding behind it. And Karasaur is like, forget that. We've got. I guess she's dead. We've got other stuff to do. I don't remember if he's like, we got to train or he says something, something about, you know, being bad or whatever. And she's like, this new master has to go. So I want her to like kill him in his sleep. <laughs> is what I'm hoping happens. She also says something about like what happened to the old 
Daishi that I knew and loved. Yeah. It's like, girl, you gotta let this guy he go. He was there in the first episode. I was, I was, because I, I finished yeah. editing it and I was re listening to it. And like when he shows up, there, he's like flirty with her. He's flirty with her. Yeah, I remember that. From and the I was, beginning. and I was like, that's good. And the next and now he episode, hates her. and then he's John like, Telligan got his grubby mitts on it, and now he hates her. <laughs> I don't like. I hope John Telligan stops writing Power Rangers. Um, anyway, just give me a list of the CDs in his truck, and I'll buy you new ones. Right? Like, <laughs> he's not worth it. <laughs> like, it's not worth it. <laughs> um, so we cut from there to the pizza store and uh theo and lily are like hey casey why are your tables all done but ours still got stuff on them like how are you getting them done so fast like, because today i got help i'm doing a child labor violation I... <laughs> i've invested in child labor did you know you could get this kid to clear a table for a quarter a quarter that's criminal <laughs> he has 250 that's clean he's cleared 10 tables that's 10 tables yeah, that should be worth a little bit more than a quarter a table to pay back five dollars. Come on, Casey, a little <laughs> grace. He's like, Josh like sits down and he's like, "That's one more quarter for you." He's like, no, "I'm up to two fifty. And he's like, "Doing things the right way sure is better than doing them the easy way." Bum, don't bum, lie. Bum, don't bum, lie to me. I think because well, no, then because then Lily and Theo are like we could use some help. And we also like, would cool. like help. It's a quarter a table, and they're like, yeah, we'll also invest in child. We labor. would love to do some exploitative child labor. Absolutely. To Theo's credit, as the as the episode fades out, he does go help Josh clear a table. He doesn't just make him do it. Right. So that's good. But then the episode ends with our heroes being like, <laughs> doing child labor violations is a good guy thing. Protecting yourself from bullies is a bad guy thing, though. <laughs> <laughs> ba, 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 da, ba, ba. Jungle fairy Good uh, karma, bad karma uh, Anyway, Josh, that's <laughs> the end of the episode I started, what's the best? I don't know, I like them slipping down the street on the slime <laughs> That was fun I'm trying to think of what the best was too And This episode is tough Because it's it's a pretty color by numbers Power Rangers episode Yeah, all, But some... there, there's a full morph sequence We get a second full Casey morph sequence Yep Zord fight with no commentary. Which, boo, woof. <laughs> Rinshi Rin smile. Rinshi smile. And also general John Telligan writing. Yeah. <laughs> so. I Also, there is a point, I forgot to mention this, there is a point where Casey looks at Josh and says, you're either a good guy or a bad guy. That's... You said that. Did I say that? You did, yeah. That's okay. right before he runs off after giving him the kite back. And it's, it's just like... Yeah, he's like, there's not... no... It's that's black not and white. true, Casey. It's like, <laughs> a little more nuanced, I think. That's not even true in Power Rangers. <laughs> a show about picking up litter and doing the right thing. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what the best is, and I'm I'm coming up a little, a little blank. I think it's I think it's just the silly slipping down the street. That's kind of <laughs> yucky, though. <laughs> It's a little yucky, but it's fun. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's like clear, like the slime it's, is it's clear. clear and like visibly slimy. It's, it's like, like viscous, and it's so yeah. it's just like kind of like yucky. Well, what is it? The scarf fight? Like <laughs> scarf fight was pretty fun, but it's like it doesn't make any sense. No, like it should be a kite, and also that material won't even that won't wick away slime. <laughs> um, I don't know. The best is Camille. I can't just say Camille. Can I just say Camille? Yeah, it's your show. <laughs> yeah, the best is Camille. I because I just I enjoy her 
more than I enjoy anybody else. <laughs> like specifically, I guess like the scene, the the I liked her doing the pep talk, and I liked her doing the uh, when she summoned Eel Guy, and she's like very clearly grossed out by him, but he's like, I need you to do something for me, so I'm not gonna. I'm not going to say you're gross and terrible. Um, so I guess just that. That's all I got. Uh, what's the worst? You know, I'm lousy for worse here. <laughs> Our cup runneth over. Because I just like the general way Casey treats Josh <laughs> is pretty bad. It's But it's, also that Rinchy smile face. Rinchy smile face is genuinely challenging to look is, at. Is hard. It's hard. Um, <laughs> But I think I'm going to give it to that. I think I'm giving it to the Rinchy smile. Face. Okay. I'm glad <laughs> one of us did. I'm going to give it to, and I don't know, I don't know what this quality, like what exactly this worse is going to, but the whole, I'm going to go into your memories and undo good deeds that your body, not you, Daishi, but the body that you're possessing did to make you more evil. <sighs> That is. This is maybe the most confused I've ever been on, and not yeah. maybe not ever, but certainly in quite some time on well, what. Yeah, and here's the thing: we got two more of these overlords left. Are we gonna I, get the full Christmas past, Christmas present, Christmas future? Like three ghosts. I hope the other two do something better than just show him, <laughs> like. Here's a farm in the heartland, which we'll destroy because feel, hearts yeah. are bad. And this like, past one is like, here's the stuff that Jared did. And the present one is going to be like, here's the stuff that Booger Red is go- is uh-huh. doing. And the future one is going to be like, here's Dai Shi. Here's now a completely, big He's completely overtaken. Yeah. Or the middle is going to be like, here's what Dai Shi did in the past. <laughs> <laughs> And here's that, why Jared, like, here's evil things Daishi did, and these are things Jared should be striving for. Yeah. It's, right, because Jared is already a bad guy. He also, like, kind of sucks, but, like, also, like, Daishi is is remembering Jared's past and being, like, remorseful about it and, like, <laughs> yeah. doesn't want to get rid of it. And it's just so confusing. Like, I just don't know what the point of any of that was. I mean, I know what the point was. I don't know what the, like, I don't know what was going on, like, what the deal was, I guess. So that's my worst. It's just that whole mishmash of stuff. (laughs) Uh, Who's MVP? A man I don't know. Camille? (laughs) Look, it's hard to, it's... It can't be Casey, because he's a jerk in this episode. Everyone keeps talking, and I feel like, I feel like maybe either it's, they're remembering other stuff or just only the good stuff, but a lot of people talk about... How and I've heard this from several different people, right? Like uh, on the Discord, um, we're talking to Shannon, uh, talking to just a couple other people. Like everyone's like, Casey's like a good guy, like he's like a he's like a golden retriever, and I think he's kind of a little stinker. He seems like I like Casey. I like I like that he's a little stinker, but I don't. I feel like I'm not seeing what everybody else is seeing <laughs> in him, and like especially this episode, which like every Power Ranger gets the one episode where they just suck because they. Like, yeah. it's Power Rangers, and you got to give them, like, at least one episode where they have, like, a flaw. Especially this weird morality one where they, like, <laughs> the episode tries to treat it as if they're correct, but if you're a human with a beating heart, you're like, this feels weird. And maybe you should show that <laughs> 10-year-old a little bit of grace, Casey, because clearly something's going on with him. Yeah. Doesn't even ask him once about, like, his home life. He's like, never, like, why he's don't, like, you, why why don't st- you, ask, like, do some jobs for yeah. your parents or, like, yeah. you know? He's just, like... <laughs> 
you stole five dollars from me the power rangers are gonna hate you and yeah and also you can only be good or bad and this means you're going to hell this means you're going to hell <laughs> with the where the you know where the devil lives Anyway, that's why Casey's not the MVP. That's why he's definitely not the MVP. Theo and Lily don't do anything of note. RJ no, they, uh, th- just tells them to clean up in an alliteration. Yeah. <laughs> clean, clean up, slip and slide. That's pretty much it. Uh, Fran is in for literally one shot, I believe. Maybe two. I think um, it's just that one where she goes out. She's like, no, oh, the dough blew up on me. My bad. And then she runs back there and she's runs right out of the episode. <laughs> I think it's two. Sh- I think it's her coming out and then a close up of her. And I think that's it. I think it's two shots and that's it for her. <laughs> so it's Camille or it's like baby Jared. I kind of want to give it to like, and this is like the exact opposite of the worst, but like, I kind of want to give it to Booger Red for having humanity like it's confusing but at least that part like felt like they were trying to do something but like it's just all the stuff around it that is confusing yeah because they don't even really say like it's hard because they don't say one way or the other is he possessing jared or like is jared dead and he's just in his body is 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 it yeah like is there a power is there an internal power struggle there yeah it doesn't like this really comes up is it like Jared is is he like kind of willing in this situation because he was kind of a jerk? Like I don't I don't think so. It didn't but like, seem that way when he was like in the woods. <laughs> running away for his life and then got possessed. So I don't know. It's just like it's really weird. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't I, I, I don't know where this is gonna go. I don't know either. <laughs> and I feel like I can't just keep giving the MVPs to Camille or else I don't feel that way. I'm gonna do it. You know what? Fine, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Camille, I think I also genuinely think like that I didn't appreciate how good of an actor Holly Shanahan was in uh, Mystic Force when she was Lily. Yeah, uh, and I still liked Lily, and I thought a lot of Lily stuff was really good. But like, I feel like she is way better than I thought because she is completely different, and like all of all of her like stuff is so grounded. But she is also a chameleon monster, and she <laughs> like, definitely like. I don't, like we're told Daishi is the big bad, right? And like right. I, he's powerful enough that that's like true. But like it feels like it's Camille's like the bad guy stuff is Camille's story. Yeah, kind of. You know? Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. anyway, they're gonna kill her at the end and it's not gonna matter. <laughs> they're gonna kill her and they're gonna be like, Good, she deserved to die for being a woman or whatever. John Telegan. Does John Telegan write the finale? Hang no, on. it's uh, it's Jackie Marchand does, I believe. Okay, well at least maybe she won't straight up kill her before. That would be so cool. I say, Josh, now we got to rank it. I feel like this is the worst one we've watched so far. Oh, yeah. I wasn't even going to look at the list. Yeah. This was bad. <laughs> um, this is this is the bottom of the barrel thus far. I don't remember what it's called. Like good I said, it's pretty color by numbers in general. There's just not a lot of, like, good stuff to bring it up. Yeah. And, and like, what is here is confusing. It's also, like, it's, it's weird because, like, normally when they do the, um, like, the bad guy spotlights where it's like now we're gonna follow the bad guy for a little while normally the power ranger stuff is like really light and it's not like they don't try to do if they do a power rangers episode it's it's literally just like fights zord that was the last episode we just watched which is yeah yeah but this time it's like they're they're trying to fit another story in it too and like i don't know i feel like they neither of them really got the 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 time that they deserved uh to be a whole story it's just weird two half weird stories um. Anyway, that's that's the end of this episode. 
Um, and Josh, by the time we watch the next episode, because we're only doing one this week, we're doing one next week. The time we watch uh, the next one, I will have seen the Barbie movie, and I might oh, be a nice. different person. I may also so. have seen it by then. I'm not sure when we're going to go yet. I, uh, I'm i going on Saturday with other Josh, um, and we're psyched out of our minds. <laughs> so nice. Well, I've heard it's very anti-man. So I, <laughs> so Because like a guy is in it and stupid, so... I will report back, but I have actively <laughs> done my best to not learn a single thing about the story of the Barbie movie. Oh, yeah, right? I don't know anything. I just know because that, like, conservatives are mad because, like, it's a, fe- it's a feminist it's anti-male movie. It's too woke. Um, here's the thing about Ben Shapiro, who is about about the size of a my-size Barbie, <laughs> <laughs> um, is that... I don't know. He, he's he's just he's a grifter, obviously, but he's also like bad at it. So so like whenever I haven't seen anything of him being mad at me, uh, you know, like ex- like his actual talking points about Barbie, I can guess what they are. It's anti man. Uh, the women are not sexualized enough for me. Uh, probably because uh, Barbie the wants to like market. do something for herself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like whatever his whatever the anti man stuff is, I have a feeling. That it's actually pro-man, but anti-patriarchy. And some people, conservatives, can't figure out that those are separate. <laughs> so, anyway, we're going to get out of here. Yep. We will see. Do you have, What's the next one called? You got that pulled up? Um, I should. <laughs> oh, boy. Blind leading the blind. That's nah, close. All right. You know that old saying, it's like blind leading the blind. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, it's the, it's the whole thing, but we just came in late. Right. <laughs> he was saying the whole phrase, but we just got there a little bit later than we were supposed to. <laughs> um, anyway, I bet that's going to be a totally normal episode. <laughs> we'll figure it out uh, next time. Maybe but... it's a bat monster. Oh, that could be. That might be or, fun. Or a naked mole rat monster, which I don't want to see. But let's see. Okay, so we got we got the elephant. Yeah, last episode, and then we got uh, Karasaur this episode. So next so is, episode should be another animal spirit. If so they should alter. Be, and there was like a bat and a dolphin, right? You said there was like a bat and a dolphin. And it was like elephant. a bat and a dolphin. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, hey, you know what? Maybe it is a bat. Hey. <laughs> anyway, we'll find out next time. But until then, may, may the, the power protect, protect you. Okay. <laughs> There's a bed under my desk because I have like an L desk, so it's yeah. under the it's under the half that my feet aren't. Yeah. Um, and Daisy's in it, and she's just staring at me, and she just let out this little whimper. <laughs> Why, honey? You're okay. She just wants some tension. I got plenty of tension. <laughs>